what is it that everybody wants to know when they come in and they're trying to plan for the retirement? What is it that everybody needs to know? How much income can I get at With age 60 or age 65? How much income? Well, what are we doing out there to help people figure out how much income they can get? What are we telling people? Oh, we're telling people that they should, you know, invest so much money every month and every year and over, you know, the next 35 years and based on a certain rate of return and a certain inflation rate, all of which we have no control over. We have no control over interest rates. We have no control over inflation. We have no control over the stock market or the investment world or the interest rates. And yet we're, we're preparing a financial plan and a retirement projection for you that we're supposed to focus on. Yet we have no control over all the criteria you're telling us to use to set the thing up. What's wrong with that picture? Nobody tells you that if your investments go down 30%, they got to come back up 43 just to get back to where you left off. Well, I'm 67 years old. Yeah, but this is a long-term plan. Yeah, right. Well, how many long-term cycles do I have left in, my, in me? Right. One, maybe two. I can't afford to lose 40, 30%. Mm-hmm. I don't have enough time to recover. I don't want to lose 30%. So what are we doing? What are, what are people doing instead? Well, you'll just have to settle for, yeah, well, no, that's not a solution either. Why would you ever want to settle for anything? Why would you ever want to think that it's okay that, um, well, you're, you're in a high-risk fund and, and you can eventually you know, gain that 42, 43% back to get back to where you were? Getting back to where you were is not a good deal. You're just back to where you were. You right. want to be ahead. Mm-hmm. You want to never lose money. That's yeah. the pro- that's the that's the the solution right. is to be somewhere that you can never lose money, mm-hmm. so that you don't have a recovery. Right. You don't need to have a recovery. You're just going forward and right. you're just going upward. Mm-hmm. And that would you get to a time to to actually retire that you can actually take income from it. Yeah. And it'll still grow. Still growing. Compounding. Right. So this is where I develop an income generating strategy where I only invest in funds or investments that generate monthly income streams. So I don't have to sell anything at the end of the day to to uh, receive my income. I don't need to sell off anything. So I don't know. If, I don't care if the prices of my real estate is temporarily down. I'm looking at the rental income. I don't care if my business income is down. I'm looking at receiving dividends from the profits of the company. I don't care if my investments, my mutual funds are down because I don't have to sell anything. I'm just getting the income that's being derived from the it investment depends. without having to sell anything. Yeah. So I'm minimizing risk. I'm still getting focusing on the income stream, and I can tell you every month how much income your investments are able to generate. So you can know when you get to $2,000 a month, you know that's, that's what you need to retire. Okay, we, your investment portfolio is generating it. We've created multiple sources of income from those portfolios or from those sources of income to provide it. Yeah, we have a whole financial planning industry taking us in a different direction with all kinds of things that we have no control over, and we call that a financial plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the thing about you know some of these these investments, like we were saying, is is that uh, the you know you're reinvesting the dividends back into the same fund. That's not going to that's not helping you as much when well, you could be doing that. You could be doing that something different with that money. Yeah. When I was down in Banff, I met with some uh, uh, upper, I guess more. I don't know what department they're in, but they're in rate of returns. They're in the uh, financial side of the business for Fidelity Investments. And I met with them specifically because I wanted them to explain to me how does the dividend reinvestment work. 
and they basically laid it out and said, well, it's kind of confusing, but, you know, uh, the dividend's paid, and then we invest the dividend into the, uh, the value, uh, into the fund, but the share price actually drops. So you end up with more shares, but you really don't end up any more, with any more money because we actually lowered the price of those shares to incorporate the dividend. So it's like we didn't really make anything. You got more shares, but you don't have any more money. So the only time that's going to increase in value is if the share prices go up. Well, you know, I've had my own experiences with a mutual fund company uh, where I had funds for 10 years, and they didn't pay any dividends, and the share prices ended up back in the same spot 10 years later than I started with. I had no more shares, and I had no more money. So, so neither of them worked. To me, it's like, well, that doesn't make any sense to me. Why would I have a dividend that doesn't show up someplace and actually put more money in my pocket? So I said, well, why don't we take that dividend and set it aside into a little cash account here so I can see that dividend accumulating. And then I can look forward to using that money and redeploying it where maybe it's best put to use in some other investment opportunity that comes along. Because now i got money to invest. And, of course, the reason I say that is because Warren Buffett was in an interview one time and he was asked by his interviewer why he was given his dividends for Berkshire Hathaway back to his investors um, this year versus reinvesting them into um, something else. And he said, well, this is the first time in 30 years that I've not been able to find a new investment opportunity where I think I can make 10 cents on the dollar. So I'm just giving the dividends to my investors and they can do what they want with it this year. And it occurred to me that he doesn't take the dividends that he was receiving from the Coca-Cola and the Gillettes and the Microsofts and the McDonald's corporations and invest them back into the same companies. He's taking those dividends and he says, where's the next best investment opportunity? Maybe it's gold bullion. Maybe it's energy funds. Maybe it's small cap funds. Maybe it's global funds, global dividend funds. Those investments are creating money that he can use for any other purpose. And maybe it's complementing something in your portfolio that you don't have. Maybe it's adding to something that's doing really well that you want to have more exposure to. At least you get choices on how to put that money to work. Mm -hmm. Who else is doing that besides me? Nobody I know. I haven't heard of anybody. Nobody I know in the retail end of the business. Yeah. You know, and that to me is, that to me makes common sense. Why aren't more people doing it? Well, because it's a, it's a lot more work. It's more hands-on. But I've created a strategy for my clients that actually... Uh, accumulate cash and every time there's a market downturn or an opportunity there's cash being accumulated in the portfolio so what does that mean there's there's other things that that implies it means oh well if something's been doing really good that means it's generating a profit and i'm setting that profit aside i'm i'm actually securing and holding on to the profit so if the market goes back down hmm at least i've hung on to my profits i've taken my profits automatically as they've shown up second thing is when the market goes down like it did the last couple of days, it went down quite a bit, I got cash to work with to go and add, add to my holdings if the price seems to be less than what I currently paid for my existing stuff. I got cash. You know, you know, you, you all know that the last thing people, investors want to do is come out with their checkbook when the market just crashed 2,000 points and say, oh, I think it's a good time to buy. I might have one or two out of 400 families that know that's the right thing to do. So I've overcome that natural tendency to not invest by having the portfolio create the cash that can take advantage of it. And the clients all know that's the right thing to do. But I've overcome their natural objections or resistance to do it by creating a portfolio that generates money to do that. And the next thing is, is of course, when you accumulate cash, you've just taken the risk out of that money. It's sitting in a non-risk environment where it can't go down in value. It's making you some interest 
and so you've reduced the risk of the overall portfolio as well. How many other portfolios have all those features and benefits built into them? Nobody I know, but that's what I did with my invest with my investments. So you know, we teach and train people about other things they sh- could and should be doing compared to what they're already experiencing. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't. I haven't heard a lot of a lot of people bragging about how well they've done in any other investment. Really, they they only tell you about the winners, not the losers. Yeah. And I think we need to develop strategies that are designed for the long term, all the way through our lifetime, and not just for ourselves. Not just for our children, but our children's children. Mm-hmm. So we can leave a legacy and have a stability built into our families that are going to be protected um, today, tomorrow, and for our grandchildren's future as well. Mm-hmm. And that's what we teach and that's what we do as well. Makes sense to me. You know, those are the strategies I think that people need to hear about. And I think that's, you know, we get down to the foundation of what we're doing. Why are we doing it? That's, that's part of it too. Totally. Well, and that's that comes down to if you're thinking about your children's children and you're thinking about handing down, you know, your your the inheritance to them, um, then you know, investing in in funds like that are are not necessarily going to get your inheritance handed down. A whole bunch of that is going to be taken in taxes. Yeah, you know, depending on what you've been doing with that money, where it is, how you've set it up, mm-hmm. how you've protected it. It could, you know, get half, almost half of it, be given to the government mm-hmm. when you die, yeah, and when you want to hand it down. So there's other places that you can put your money that are going to still give you a rate of return, mm-hmm. that are s- guaranteed, that um, don't have you don't have to pay income tax on things like that that they have the are very magic important. of compounding they have the magic of compounding like mm-hmm. they have a rate of turn they have Over the magic a of compounding of um, they're going to automatically um, do the right thing when it comes to taking those dividends and investing them into uh, and, and setting them aside and taking them as profits to increase the amount of money that you have mm-hmm. all of those things all mixed together this money is also liquid Meaning you have access to it whenever you whenever you want to without asking for special permission or showing anybody how much you make that year or anything mm-hmm. like that or signing off your assets to get it. Right. No application. No process. application. No qualification. You don't have to mo- report any of this money, pay income taxes on it. Right. Things like that. That's the other thing. No reporting to the government. How would yeah. you like to put your money in an investment that's legal, that's in Canada, not offshore, that you don't? There's no reporting to the government. Yeah. Legally, no reporting to the government for your investment. Yeah. It's creditor protected. You don't have to apply for it. It doesn't affect your credit history when you use it. Like there's so many things that this this type of strategy involves, and most people don't know about it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That the, there's two things that people have said to me. One, when we when we roll it all out, they say, "Well, it's a no-brainer. What do we need to do?" And the second thing is, why didn't I know about this 20 years ago? Those are the two things that I hear consistently. It's a no-brainer. Where do I sign? What do we need to do? And the, th- and the second thing, how come I didn't hear about this 20 years ago? The same reason, reason I didn't hear about it 20 years ago either. Yeah. I found out about it six years ago. Right. So from that point of view, from us, that kind of means that um, the, the segue from this is to, for people to learn about what this investment is, and it's called the vault. And uh, we actually have uh, a full 
training workshop available on our website that's going to be for that, mm -hmm. um, where people can go to. So it's mycustombank.com, and you'll be able to get there um, into our True Wealth Workshop is, is what it's called. So you can go there and look at that and um, learn about the principles of a vault, um, the purpose of having it, and why it can be so beneficial for you on many levels um, throughout your life and as you pass on your inheritance to somebody else. So Build My Custom Bank, is this a product or is this a strategy? What is it? It's a strategy. Right. The, uh, the strategies that we are teaching... Uh, are going to be um, applicable on on multiple different levels with different kinds of investments that you have access to in your life and in what you do. Mm -hmm. And we're going to teach these principles on what you can do with them, and we're going to tell you on the, the best ways to use these different kinds of investments. Because your house can be really, really valuable to you if you do it the right way, if mm -hmm. you use it the right way. Right. You know, a tax-free savings account can be really useful to you if you use it the right way. Right. Well, I've had some people that I've talked to about this say, well, I, you know, I, I live down in Kamloops and I have my own mortgage broker and I have my own accountant and I have my own financial advisor and I have my own insurance agent. You know, um, can, I, can I talk to them about it? Just get them to do it. Well... Sorry, Why have, they, have they told you about any of these things that we've been talking about? They just don't get it because that's not what they were taught. And if not, you're not searching for this and you're not looking for it as an advisor or as a insurance broker or as a, a financial planner or anything like that, if you're not absolutely sick and tired of, of the games that's going on and you're not actually looking for something better, they're not going to find it. And they're not going to know about it unless they hear something that we're saying. And they're not going to tell you about it. Oh, and definitely not. not only can, you know, s someone might say, oh, well, I can provide that kind of mortgage for you. Um, or I can provide that kind of investment for you. Sounds like the, this thing that I have access to as well. But the thing that they don't know how, to, that they haven't, haven't told you, that they can't tell you, is they don't tell you how to use it. How to use it correctly. To actually make it work, you can give someone, uh, you know, a wrench to go and change their tires. But if they don't know where it goes, then they can't do anything with it. It doesn't change the tire because they don't have the ability to know how to use it. Mm -hmm. So that's the that's the other thing is you. We are providing um, for free the ability for people to learn how to use these tools in the right way. Why are we doing it for free? Well, because the the majority of this stuff is is applicable to everybody, and the the higher level stuff, the stuff that you need to do that is on the next level of, of managing your money, um, is the stuff that you need a consultant for that you need to pay for, and we're able to provide that kind of consulting. But the stuff that we're providing for free is the stuff that everybody needs to know. They need to know how to use their money better. They need to know how to get to that next level so that they have money to save in a vault. Exactly. They need to be in that place. They can't have absolutely no money and be completely strapped in debt and all of that stuff and be able to move on and, and, and like provide a crazy inheritance for their children mm -hmm. or their children's children. They're not in the right place for it. They need the, the base advice. They need the base training mm -hmm. in order to get to that next level. 
And I see lots of examples of that where people want to, and they have no savings, they have an emergency, and they just got a new job six months ago, and they want to invest in some aggressive uh, cryptocurrency or, or buy something that's uh, the, the last uh, hottest thing on the market. It's over their heads. That's not where they start. Everything starts with a foundation. First of all, the foundation of knowledge, and then obviously experience, and then you build on that. So what we have is not what we're sharing is for everybody. However, the next step that people would want to hire us to do is um, it's not the average person wouldn't necessarily need that. They just need to know what's wrong with what they're doing, that there is something they can do. And then once they want to implement the plan and start making some changes in their lives, we can develop a specific strategy for them to do that. And that's not free. Yeah. You know, we do not work for free. And what we provide is uh, incredible value for the information that we're sharing. And it's years of experience to, to develop this. Yeah. I, I saw a sign on a, a, at a tire store, uh, AutoMagic, years ago, and it said, good, fast, and cheap, choose any two. If it's good and fast, it's not going to be cheap. If it's fast and cheap, well, we're going to have to compromise on the quality. And if it's good and cheap, well, we might get her done by December. You know, you don't get all three, but nothing is free. You know, nothing is free. And if you uh, understand and realize the value of what we're doing, you'd be more than glad to step up to the plate and uh, and want to help uh, d- develop a strategy and a game plan that's going to affect your financial life for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And right now, we, we see where everybody's headed. It's disastrous. Well, and that's the thing that, that we have in place, too, is that we have an assessment that someone will take before we even you know, do any consulting for them before they have to pay us anything. The assessment will tell us whether what we can do for them. We'll know right then and there. We can literally save you $120,000 in the way that you do things over the course of the next couple years if you just implement some of these strategies that we have for you. We can literally show you the math on how you could do that and how it would change what you're doing for the better. Mm -hmm. So then... Once we can show you that, it's a no-brainer to think, okay, well, I'm willing to pay for this consulting. I'm willing to pay for someone to show me not only what to do, not only why I should be doing it, but actually how to finally implement it at the end. Yeah. And that's the thing. You want somebody that's going to come alongside and walk you through your process, your specific situation, and have your specific strategy developed uh, for you and yeah. the things that are important to you and, and based on your current situation. Yeah. You know, th- this isn't one size fits all and everybody gets the same deal. It's everybody's got something in a different situation and they got different things that are important to them. Yeah. So, you know, try get that kind of individualized personal strategy and attention to your own financial situation. And not many people are out there doing it for free, that's for sure. No. You know, and we do work with our accountants. Um, because it's really important that they understand as well because we want to work together. Those are the professionals in our lives that we look to for their stamp of approval on this stuff because we're dealing with CRA. We are dealing with, with banks. We want to make sure that you know everything is, is understood. It can't just be us doing it if the accountant doesn't understand what we're doing. And the banker needs to understand our strategy as well. And then we have a particular bank we like dealing with because they understand our strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're, we're one of the number one... Um, uh, support I won't say just supporters but a number one client of theirs because we work really well with them and they work really well with us and we need a bank but you know they're not all the same again that's using the right tool for the right job 
Yep. And, you know, there's multiple kinds of screwdrivers, but there's an optimum one that's going to do what you need it to do. Uh, and the other ones might not work right. Yep. Uh, they have the wrong end and completely not going to do it for you. So, you know, using the right tool and, and using it appropriately with the right leverage can get you way better results. Yep. Mm -hmm. As important as doing the right thing is eliminating the mistakes and doing the wrong things. Yeah. That's huge as well. If you can eliminate some of the financial mistakes you're making in your life, the, the future looks a whole lot brighter, quicker. Yeah. If you like this episode, you're going to love our free online workshop that explains the concept and many others in more detail. The True Wealth Workshop will give you the tools to get out of debt quicker, get your finances in order the right way. Sign up for the free online workshop at mycustombank.com.